Join with me for the next few minutes while I share with you a series of thumbnail truths that the Lord has laid in my heart to leave with you in these strange and difficult times. My thumbnail truth this afternoon is taken from Hebrews chapter 9. It says in verse 27 and verse 28, And as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this the judgment. So Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many, and unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. And I was thinking this week of four facts about death. I want us to think of the reality of death. Death is a sad fact. In Ecclesiastes chapter 3 we're taught there's a time to be born and a time to die. All of us have had a birthday. All of us will certainly have a death day. That day of course is unavoidable. It's unalterable because God has appointed the bounds of our habitation. God has a set time, not only to bring us into the world, but to take us out of it, from all that we hold dear, from all that we have. Death, indeed, is a sad fact. Now, many, of course, go through life, and they refuse to think about death. They don't want to contemplate it. They try to block it out. They try to pretend as if it's not a real sad fact, as if it isn't going to happen to them. But the Bible says, and so as is appointed unto men once to die, and after this the judgment. I could speak this afternoon about the universality of death, because death is the world over. In every major country, in every major city, in every town, village and hamlet, you'll read about death columns in the paper. You will be able to visit graveyards. Death is a universal fact. Why? I know that many philosophers and scholars grapple with this question, but can't really give an answer as to the fact of the universality of death. Why is it the world over? It was Moses that said, Oh, that men were wise. Oh, that they would consider their latter end. And I ask you to consider this afternoon the reality of death. But think secondly of the reason for death. Why do men die? We're not thinking of how men die, but why do men die? And of course the answer is found in the Bible. In Romans 3 and 23 we read, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. When did all sin? The answer is, we sinned in Adam. Let's remember what sin is, as defined by our shorter catechism. Sin is any want of conformity unto your transgression of the law of God. Sin, remember, is a transgression of the law. When did we sin? We sinned in Adam. We inherited the guilt of his first transgression. The guilt of that first transgression was put to the account of all that were found in Adam, all Adam's offspring. And in that very basis alone, God has condemned us and consigned us to uh, a Christless hell for all eternity. But we have not only that first guilt of his transgression put to our account, but we have additional guilt for every other transgression of the law in thought and word and deed. And along with the uh, 
inherited guilt, we also have a polluted heart. The Bible says the heart is deceitful and above all things desperately wicked. Who can know it? Well, the Lord alone knows what's in the heart. And he knows that we're born with a heart that loves sin. That's why the wicked uh, go astray as soon as they're born, speaking lies. That's why the psalmist said, Behold, I was shaped in iniquity and in sin did my mother conceive me. And here's the real reason for death. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Death is a sad fact. We know that death comes about by accidents. Death can come about because of disease. Death can come about because of premeditated murder. Death can come about through an accidental death. But death, of course, not only is a sad fact, but death is because of sin. We could speak about the universality of death and sin and, 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 and suffering. And, and this is the real reason for death. But I don't want you to just think about the reason for death, but I want you to think of redemption through death. See, let's remember the Bible teaches that Christ died. That's an historical fact. But why did Christ die? Here's a theological fact. Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. And you're familiar, of course, with the story of the Lord Jesus. Who died? Jesus of Nazareth, the Son of God, Son of David, Son of Mary. We think about when he died, about 2,000 years ago. Where did he die? Outside the city gates of Jerusalem, the place of the skull. And You can go there today and visit that place and see the garden tomb. You can think about the way that he died, the horrible death of crucifixion, the pain and the suffering in his body and his mind and, and in his spirit, almost to the point where he cried out, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? But why? Why? The Bible says for our sins, according to the scriptures. What does that mean? It means that he was our substitute. It means that he took our place. It means that he was our surety. He was paying the price that we couldn't pray to the broken law. It means that he was also our um, sin bearer who bore our sins in his own body on the tree. He was our sacrifice, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. And we could trace the doctrine of the Lamb from Genesis through to Revelation, with the Lamb being identified by John the Baptist. Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. And remember on the cross, he became the sin offering. The wrath of God was poured out upon him until he cried out, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? All to become our Saviour. The Bible says, Thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Could I remind you of what Pilate said? What shall I do then with Jesus, which is called the Christ? This is the most important question that you must answer in life's journey. It's an individual question. It's applied to you right now. What shall I do? And I want to tell you, it's an inescapable question because you have to decide what you're going to do with Christ. You either receive him as Lord and Savior or, or you reject him as such. And remember, Jesus said, if you die in your sins where I am, there you cannot be. Listen to the Apostle Paul. And so it was appointed unto men once to die. What happens after death? Well, judgment to come. I want you to think in closing of resurrection after death because death is not the end. Could I encourage you to learn this lesson? Death is not soul sleep, as the Seventh-day Adventists teach or any other cult would teach that. It's certainly not annihilation. Do you, do you know that death is not the end? That's what the philosophers and scholars tell us, but it's not. There's resurrection after death. What, what is death? It's the soul's release from the body. 
That, that's what happens at death. That is actually when death occurs. There's 19 references in the Bible to giving up the ghost. It says of Christ in Matthew 27, whenever he bowed his head, he gave up the ghost and dismissed his spirit. Abraham, of course, in Genesis 25, gave up the ghost and went to be with God in heaven. And you see, that's what death is. Death is not the end. The body, of course, is placed into the ground. It's ashes to ashes, dust to dust, earth to earth. And yet, the Bible who has sown, the Bible teaches that the body has sown in the earth is raised again at the resurrection. At the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, the body of all who have died in Christ is raised up from the grave and is reunited with the soul and body and soul and spirit forever being with the Lord. And the Bible teaches absent from the body and present with the Lord. And that's what happens at the moment of death. Blessed are the dead which die in the Lord. There's two ways to die. You can die without Christ. Jesus said, if you die in your sins where I am, they cannot be. Or you can die in Christ. Which death will you die? Will you die in Christ? Will you go to be with the Lord, which is far better? Will you enter into heaven with all the bliss and joy of seeing his face and being welcomed there as a child of the King into glory? Or or, or will you die in your sins and awaken the torments of judgment in hell? Remember the rich man died and was buried and in hell lifted up his eyes being in torment. The Bible teaches the wicked shall be turned into hell and all nations that forget God. Don't leave God out of your life. Don't forget the Lord. Come before him. Repent of your sin. Receive him as your Lord and Savior. Testify that you're in Christ. And have this blessed assurance that one day when your time comes to leave this scene of time, for you will be absent from the body and present with the Lord. What have we learned about death? It's a real sad fact. I want you to think of the reason for it because of the universality of sin. I want you to think about redemption through death. The Lord Jesus defeated death by his death on the cross. That's what John Owen's 10 volume is about, the death of death. It was Christ defeated death by his death, his voluntary, vicarious death, his atoning death, his blood shedding on Mount Calvary. And I want you to think about resurrection after death. And if you have been found in Christ in that resurrection morning, then for you, you will have a glorious first resurrection. The Lord bless you this morning. And I trust and pray that you will have a wonderful assurance that you're found in Christ. You're living for him through his grace and you're going to be with him, which is far better. Thank you.